before we get into it, who am I talking to on Instagram all the time? That's me. Right on, my dude. Yeah, I'm Brent. Brent, sweet. Yeah. And well, and I'm Joel. Nice to put a face to it. I'm Mark. Hey, you too, buddy. Hey, Mark. I'm Stuart. I'm uh, the singer from Magic Mountains. My name's Ted. I'm the bass player from Magic Mountains. Yeah. Hey, I'm Brent uh, from Magic Mountains. This is uh, episode one two six of the Sit Down Podcast. <laughs> You ever wait in anticipation for your song to play on the radio, knowing that it's been requested so many times and you still can't get it on there? Check this out. Go to Funky Moose Radio to the app and scroll all the way down and hit the S button for the search engine. Type in the song that you want to listen to. Hey, Kemper! Camper, come here, buddy. Come here. What's the name of that song that reminds you of My Singing Monsters that you like? Semi-climactic. And boom, your song is played. Um, so yeah, go to Funky Moose Radio and request a song. Stay tuned and enjoy. Thank you guys and welcome to to the show. I guess that's what you want to call it. Thanks Episode for coming and hanging out with us, you guys. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember how the hell we ended up getting connected. Do you remember? Oh man, uh, I'm sure I followed. Like I'm sure you were mentioned by somebody uh, that the band, our band account was following, and uh, it just kind of you know snowballed social media style after that and yeah it was for sure instagram right oh, absolutely yeah where i can't guys, remember I, where are you guys located maybe that'll help us pinpoint we're in edmonton edmonton uh, i was gonna say calgary so i don't know if you caught it but was it like a week or two ago we were talking about you and i was like oh yeah this oh maybe it was brothers g oh yeah and i was like oh yeah <laughs> this band out of bc follows you guys and like really likes your stuff and stuff and then as I'm talking about it, I'm looking you up and I'm like, yeah, they're not from BC, <laughs> but it was like, yeah. what, that, what does your handle say on Instagram? Something like, uh, hang on, I'm going to bring it up. But I think the mountains in their name kind of confused me you. off magic mountains, BC. I know it was doesn't have mountains. Well, we, we kind of share the same mountains, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think I said a British, maybe I said BC because it's British Canada rock band. And I was thinking BC. Uh, yeah, that's understandable. I think that's where my head is. Is it at. understandable? <laughs> I'm a scatterbrain. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, British, no. the British part is British, Brit, British Britain. Right, right, right. I heard the accent. I couldn't quite place it yet because you hadn't said enough yet. Yours, <laughs> it's better that way. You've got a, a a not from here accent as well, haven't you? I do. Yeah. Where I, I'm from Holland. Oh right, there you go. Uh, there you go. Yep. 
Very subtle accent. Yeah. You can tell it's mm-hmm. Americanized European though, some, some, uh, somewhere along the line. Yeah. Well, I've been here 14 years, so. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I, I uh, actually just want, sorry, I just wanted to ask your guys' name. So I, uh, I don't know much about Funky Moose, so <laughs> I don't know your guys' names. I'm, I'm Mark. Mark. And I'm Joel. Joel. Thanks for that. No, yeah. no problem. No problem at all. We're, we're not, we're not that famous. So it's, it's no, it's okay. <laughs> right. We're just uh, avid <laughs> music lovers for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shows. I found a lot of great bands through you. So. Oh, that's good. It's pretty cool what you're doing because yeah, every time you spotlight someone or talk to somebody, I check them out and it's a lot of the times it's someone that I actually would want to go see live. So that's really cool. Seven Mile Sun, I found from you guys, and I have them on constant uh, play in my house. So, perfect. Hell yeah, that's Shout exactly why we're Seven doing Mile it. Sun. That's why we're doing this. It. This is the this is the only reason we're doing it. It's like yeah, the music that we love to listen to. We just we want everybody to be able to enjoy it. That's all this is, right? So it's like, well, let's highlight some. Well, if you want to call it, let's highlight, but. It's like, let's get to know these people a little bit better. That's yeah, there's a real, there's like a, it's, it wasn't that, like I grew up in Mormon. So just outside of Saskatoon, oh. uh, I lived there from birth till when I was 20. And then I moved to Edmonton and I was in bands there and it wasn't like it is now. There was, it was just 100% metal. Uh, if you wanted to be music or punk, it was punk or metal, um, which is now kind of what Edmonton is and has been for a while. But it seems like, Saskatchewan has a real thing going on right now like there's a lot of really good like alt rock bands coming up and it's I'm kind of envious that I'm not there for it to ride that wave no offense taken (laughs) (laughs) well I want you guys to know that uh I truly love your music um I've been listening to it since since we got connected um and yeah man if there's ever anything that we can do to to help out like don't think of it as like provincially, like I, I consider us like worldwide, baby. You know what I mean? So know that there's people in the States that are listening to you right now in Europe, Australia, like that's where uh, the majority of our Brazil, we, what Brazil, Brazil. We're yeah. actually, we've got a bigger following outside of Canada than we do in Canada. So just wow. on, you, keep, on YouTube, on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure about, yeah, but the the audio is about 50, 50 between us and Canada. Interesting. Yep. Right on. So how did that happen? Like, how did you, uh, why Brazil? Yeah. Yeah. Like how did you reach outside more than inside? They were, Googling, idea? They were Googling Brazilian and got retargeted. <laughs> right. There you go. Yep. <laughs> I actually have a theory on Australia. Onliners. I can't even sing. This is all I do. <laughs> Oh, dude, I love it. I love it. The whole episode just boom. Yeah. Um, no, I have a th- I have a theory on how we broke into Australia, which was like a long time ago when I was like early. I don't know. Grade. I don't remember what grade it was before, like high school, I think maybe so grade eight or five, some shit. Five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had an exchange student living with us from that. Australia. and um she was yeah she was from australia she stayed with us for like a year and her and i still kind of follow each other on social media a little bit and when i started posting those reels 
like little clips of the episodes, I noticed that she was like liking them and in my stories and stuff. So I kind of have a feeling that's how we branched out into Australia through YouTube. Um, but as for the other places, I have no freaking idea. I truly don't. The joys of the internet. Those reels. It yeah. was those those reels like put a big spike in the in the numbers and audience for sure. I should get back to those. I haven't done those in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Or sorry, it wasn't the reels. It was the shorts on YouTube. Oh, shorts. That's yeah, what it yeah, was. That's right. that's I keep right. saying reels, but yeah. anyways, well, same thing. I got to get back to those. Same thing, different platform. Yeah. The tape. It was the tape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was uh, a laser disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a track. Um, let's, I want to yeah. know a little bit more about you guys. Like, Wait, how when, long? When, when Stu is talking, we don't hear him until everybody's quiet. And then I don't know yeah. if that's your audio or a delay. I'm getting that too. Okay. Oh, sorry. I, I am on um, cellular. I'm sitting next to a soccer field doing this. So that's maybe why. Oh, <laughs> uh, Oh. Oh, so you've been long in, in Canada long enough that you call it soccer now. Oh, I know. I'm so oh, what could, an observation. We could, <laughs> me, me and the cloggy can say football. Okay, cool. <laughs> cloggy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pretty sure That's it was a, the British that started calling it like called it soccer in the first place. It was like it came from a your, British term, didn't it? It did. Association football. And then it it's just shortened. Anyway. Let's talk about music, not this, not that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can, we, we can talk about anything, really. Um, yeah, no, I, I truly want to know more about you guys. Like, how long have you guys been playing together for? Uh, so, yeah, so like Stu and I were in a band in the mid 2000s here, uh, and then it broke up in the late 2000s. We played a lot of shows, like, we played all of the big places in Edmonton multiple times over. We did really well. Uh, and then we, it just fell apart because that's what bands do. And then, uh, Stu and I actually didn't talk for like, felt like a decade, maybe like a long, we just all drifted apart. And then I started listening to our old, old, like crappy recordings and being like, these deserve like their day in the sun. Like we should try to do this properly because when we were doing it, then it was like, you couldn't afford studio time unless you're with a label or had rich parents or some shit. And so we just didn't do anything. And then, you know, I started realizing, uh, you know, technology has changed. Maybe we could do something for not a lot of money and make these old songs sound new again. And that's kind of what we did. Just I reached out to Stu. We got together. It was like, OK, now we need a guitar player. And uh, my buddy, Kurt, who I grew up with, and he still lives in Martinsville. So he's uh, and he's the lead guitar player in the 100th Meridian, which is the biggest hip tribute band in Western Canada. He got on board. He came to Edmonton a few times. We just jumped right in the studio, banged out this EP. Uh, we got Ted on, like I knew Ted from a friend from a friend, and I knew he was just an unreal bass player. And so kind of pieced it together. It was really just a recording project. And then we did it and we're like, well, shit, now we got to play this live because it's really fun. <laughs> it sounds good. So it's grown into that now. And now we've got a bunch more songs that we're, we've been working on for the past six months. And uh, I mean, slight aside, we lost our guitar player yesterday, so we're now searching for somebody new. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at. That's why you got the three right. of us. You got three quarters of what was the band, uh, right. and now it's 100% of what is the band. Uh, Interesting. Nice. So if you're a guitar player in the Edmonton area, 
and yeah. you, you're you're deadly. And you're deadly. <laughs> be yeah. deadly. Or yeah. if you're in the Saskatchewan area and you're willing to commute. Yeah, no doubt. Or the Toronto, you're willing to commute. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or from Australia and you're willing to commute. Yeah. How dedicated are you? Yeah, no doubt. Pay for the travel. <laughs> What was, um, what, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to say that a bunch today. Yeah. Well, today, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what was the last, the name of the last song that you guys released? Was that float on? That was the second single that we sort of put out there off that EP. Uh, and then we did, uh, it was, a uh, everything and anything was the third. And then we just put out the EP like a month later with the five songs. Nice. Check out our friends at Muse Canada. They are a network of people in the 
uh, creative industry. So if you are a musician and you need album artwork, there are graphic designers in the network. Uh, if you need a music video done, there are also videographers. Or if you are working on a video that needs music, there are musicians in the in the network as well. We are part of the pro of the the network as well, so we can help distribute. Uh, uh, vinyl records for example but we are also a member with our podcast so if you go to the website muse-canada.ca and you use the discount code funkymoose2021 you will get a discount on your membership those are all songs from the 2000s like and they sound like it they are they sound like of a time for sure uh, yeah, and yeah. the new stuff we've been working on is much more you know sounds like today music uh, but still like us. So yeah. we're kind of fired up to put that out because we, Stu and I have been now quite literally almost 20 years listening to these songs that we just put out. Yeah. We just did them right this time. And now we're excited to move forward and do new stuff. Oh, freaking nice. nice. Yeah. I was listening. I was listening in the car this morning and um, one that's of the songs. Yeah. Stu. Sorry. I was just going to say, that's why, that's why it continued. Cause we did this like Brent said ages ago. We did the songs and we were very self-critical, almost too much, and and uh, they were pretty polished. And then we made them better. But the reason we we're continuing is because it's enjoyable, and that's something that we're all a bit older now. Like we wanted to, to, you know, change the world before, but now and go on tour and all that stuff, which still might be the case. But um, now it's because we because it's so enjoyable. Like it really, genuinely is, and. Um, and being in the studio, in a studio, which we kind of done a half-assed version of before, but like we said, we got a, not a lot of money, but we certainly got some money that we didn't have before, and then we can, and it's produced well. And once we made those, the new ones, I'm not going to say they're much better than the old ones because they're quite different. I think we've, we've, or me and Brent, maybe not so much Ted, we've heard them so much that the new ones seem to be more exciting, but the old ones are new to everybody else. So yeah. Uh, People are saying nice things about them. We're like, oh yeah, we didn't think of it like that because they're kind of old to us. It's the first time everybody's anyone else has heard them. So it's it's nice. It's gathering its own momentum in a really nice, pleasant, organic way, not not forced at all, which it was before. Was it a little bit? Oh, we need to finish this by then because of this. And it's right. not like we're doing it because um, no, no, just for the right reasons. I know that sounds a bit cheesy, but but it's it's very enjoyable. No, it. Uh, I don't think yeah. it sounds cheesy at all, man. I think that's the the truth of it. Like it not being forced, like you can tell. Yeah, you can tell bands that are put together because they kind of had to, and they're playing songs because they have to. Right. Yeah. You you can tell, and if you're, we, we've the new songs that we've done, and again, I'm, nobody's heard them yet, and you will soon. But um, we we walk out of there. And we've just like maybe even one time it was the first time we'd written it. And the other nice thing about it is Ted, Brent and I um, are writing the songs together. Like Brent comes up with the guitar line and the melody and, and then I come up with some words and Brent adds to the words and Ted adds, obviously produces a brilliant bass line. So it's very, very collaborative, which also is wasn't the case before and because it was forced and and uh, all that sort of stuff. I just got hit, but I just got hit with a soccer ball. I was just going to ask you, did you just get the smoke or what? Nice. There's a nice sound bite. <laughs> I, just got with, I just got hit with a fucking soccer ball. Um, yeah. But it's very enjoyable. That's why we're doing it because it's, um, because it's fucking great. It's yeah, man. Very, 
I just want to add a little bit because uh, we kind of knew each other more so like as friends first, right? Like, I mean, I don't know about the dynamic of Stu and Brent before I was in the picture, but right now, as I see it, I knew Stu and Brent way before we were in a band together. We did cover songs in the past. That was about it. And then they were like, hey, we're, Brent came up to me. He was just like, yeah, we're going to do redo some of these songs here. Have a listen. And I'm like, these are great. And I'm in. And yeah, that's kind of where I feel like the glue is, is that I kind of came in knowing I could trust these guys. So, yeah, yeah. there's no hired guns, not at all. Maybe the new guitarist will be, but we're, we're very the most the, the, the most important thing. Even, you know, we got to find a guitarist or or maybe get the old one back. Um, but uh, the most important thing is that they're a good guy. Like we could have somebody, we could add Eddie Van Halen turn up, and he's a fucking prick. Then he's he's not in the band, you know. And he's also 100%. dead. You know what I'm yeah, hundred percent, yeah. man. I totally get that. Character goes a long way too. It reads off in the music that you're creating too. Like there's a little piece of each and every one of you in that music, right? So as an audience member or or a fan, like I can pick up on that kind of thing. Right. Yep. It goes, yeah. it's the dynamic of it. Right. Even live performances too. If I can tell that the band on stage doesn't want to be there makes me not want to be in the crowd. Yeah. Like, and it's, and it's also, um, uh, remember when we were talking to Gary O, he was saying, I might not be the greatest musician or singer, but the fact that I'm having fun transcends mm-hmm. into the crowd and then 100%. they're having a better time. Without a doubt. That's all, all the bands that have got longevity. That's the case. Like you two, famously, Coldplay, famously, yep. Red, famously, separately, they're not very good musicians. They're they're my, you know, Oasis is the I'm just named four bands that I'm very inspired and loved for years. And none of if you stand alone, you know, the the, the guitarist from Coldplay isn't is no friggin' Eric Clapton, you know. But the yeah. four of them, hell, they make a in my opinion, such a nice sound together. And um, I'm not comparing us to Coldplay or any of the other three I mentioned, but uh, we're certainly, or I'm certainly, you know, inspired by that. And uh, and no, none of them are amazing musicians. The Be- Even the Beatles didn't start out as very good musicians. No. Obviously, end of all that. Um, so, yeah, I, it's more important that we get along, for sure. Yep. Hell yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Just add us to five the greatest bands ever <laughs> it's a lot like running a podcast i guess yeah we suck at it but we're having fun yeah so. we yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that's exactly it we're doing it truly just for ourselves i'm not you suck at it but if you enjoy it like this is a nice chat I've done things like this and it's very stiff and and uh unenjoyable and this isn't so there you go it's yeah I, we i've heard comments about that too like <clears throat> Uh, well, I've heard a, a couple of people tell me that what they like about it is that we go in cold. Yeah. Right. We go in cold mm-hmm. and throughout the episode, like it gradually, like it's just a conversation. That's really all it is. Yep. yep. Right. And, and that's, that's was the original idea. So oh, it, as if we had an idea. No, but when it started to become like what it is, oh, okay. that was the yeah. idea. It's like, yeah, God, like, screw it. Like, we're not going to make a freaking set list of questions that we want to ask you specifically it's like no i want to i want the show to be like we met in a bar or after a show and we got to just hang out with you and like this is this is what that it would be right yep um 
hundred percent. One hundred and twenty-six episodes in, you've got it down. You think so? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, feel I, like... I think you're there. Wow. How'd you know? How'd you know it's hundred twenty-six? How did we what? How, well, just consistent. Just yeah, keep, consistency. Keep They're not all good episodes. Um, yeah, don't look at like the first. I don't know, fourteen. We're going to the first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking don't even look at the first 50, maybe the first year. There was always something. I'll, I'll be honest with you. If you if you if somebody's crazy enough out there to legitimately go and watch them in order, um, you'll see, I think, a huge transition into how we started. Even if you just watch like 10 minutes of the first one and then go to like this one, there's a huge difference. Big time. You've you talked should, to some I, heavy hitters too. Like I went through your who you've talked to, and there's some big names in there. How did you line some of those guys up? All yeah. social media. Yep. Wow. Yeah, trolling. There yep. you go. For real. Very that's, good at that. That's all it all it was. You know, you tag people in a post here and there, and then they might like it or comment or share it. And then from there, I would just kind of try and get a conversation going with it. And then be like, oh, you know, I I have this little show. Like I'd be honored if you'd come on that kind of thing. Uh, Theory of a Dead Man was a little bit of a different story. They were doing a podcast um, through the pandemic. And Tyler had posted on his Instagram something like, hey, you know, if you have any questions for the band, send in a 15 second question. We might air it on the show and, and answer your questions. So I whipped together a quick little one. Basically, uh, Weapons had just finished touring with them pre-pandemic so the little joke there was they were calling them w3 apons so my question to web or to theory of a dead man was like would you accept our invitation to come on our show and you can maybe clarify the story between or behind calling w3 apons or something like that right and i put little blips of the podcast logo in, in it and they sure shit they aired it on their on their podcast and accepted the invitation so that's that's all I did to get them on. I was so freaking fired up about it. Nervous as hell. Gotta like, be in. I believe that's, it. Well done. That's great. Uh, it just little stuff like that. You know, it comes from like just tagging somebody in a freaking Instagram story. Actually, and then but then you got to check yeah. and see if they've like if <clears throat> if they saw it or not. Right. The sheepdogs. I got even easier. I was following them on Twitter and. They posted something, they, they tweeted something, and I replied, hey, do you want to talk about this on our podcast? And knowing full well that they wouldn't answer. So then, but I, I got an answer. It was like, yeah, send us a DM and we'll we'll talk about it. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. So I sent, sent a DM with some information, and uh, I think I was talking to Ryan. And it was, uh, yeah, let's set it up, give us a date, and we'll be there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's basically just like tossing the call out there. And and now we're at a point where there was a long time there. We were, I wouldn't say we were struggling to find guests, but it was always like a couple of days before we would record. And it's like, who the frick are we gonna get? Who can we reach out to? Who can we get on? Yep. And then now, like we're booked into September right now. We've got a guest lined up every every week until September. Wow. Yeah. Well, then we're lucky so, to be on the show. No, dude, yeah. we're no, we're we're the lucky ones that you guys came on. Like truly, if uh, I guess I should thank social media too, because if it wasn't for that, I would probably not know who you guys are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I'm starting to think. 
was it through Instagram or did you send us an email? Well, I no, I just got Joel's email or yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't an email. It was definitely Instagram. 100%. For me anyway, it was definitely Instagram. Because probably when we opened for the stones. Yeah. <laughs> that's how the- we that's how we found you, right? Yeah. When you were playing with the Rolling Stones and, yeah. we, and we got to that's ah, what yes. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Keith actually reached out to us saying that, hey, you got yeah, Magic Mountain. That's right. He did, yeah. didn't he? That's how that worked. He's a solid dude. Yeah. 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 I haven't talked to Keith in so long. Like, that's why I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd block him. He won't, he won't fucking leave me alone. I'd block him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. These episodes of the Sit Down Podcast are brought to you by Inspired Vapor Company. Um, drop the darts, man. Those guys are legit there to help you quit smoking and transition to vaping to help you quit nicotine. I struggled with a nicotine habit uh, quite aggressively and used vaping to quit smoking. I was four years without smoking and had a cigarette and went hard in the paint. So these guys, I'm working with them right now too. They're helping me um, kick that habit. So I currently am vaping. Thanks guys uh, for the help and support to kick the habit, man. So hit those guys up for any help if you're struggling with that. Uh, InspiredVaporCompany.com. There's three locations in Saskatchewan here and use the promo code MOOSE10 at checkout for 10% off. Thanks guys. Um, fuck, I had another question. Oh, I wanted to ask you guys about live gigs. Are you guys like, have you been able to perform lately or coming up? <laughs> well, yeah, well, we had, yeah, like I said, we just parted ways with our guitar players. So we have, we're probably gonna have to cancel a show that we had lined up here in August. Uh, and he didn't like, one of the problems was he didn't want to play live at all ever. And that was kind of, uh, kind of a, a point of oh, kill the three of us because it's what we want to do. So. Uh, we, we actually turned down, uh, I can't remember, Joel, I think I mentioned this to you. Uh, I, I heard of the Radiant through you and uh, I followed them and they followed back. And then they said they had a show coming up here in Edmonton. And they asked if we'd play. And I, the three of us, Ted, Stu and I were like, yep, we're in. But our guitar player was like, nope, no interest in doing that. So we had to turn down that. But we want to find somebody where we don't have to be afraid of jumping on gigs like that right yeah no doubt oh man i would that highly would. encourage getting a guitar player and playing with the radiant with yeah them. i know if yeah, it would have been great would have been a huge opportunity and really fun to play plus they're like in the chats i've had with them really great uh and so to have to say no i felt like a real piece of shit because three quarters of us wanted to uh, yeah 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 we thought we might be able to make it work but yeah we couldn't right oh, oh man if there's a silver lining, there have been a few bands, and not like we, we, we have also said like we're quite proud of them. Oh, I'm, we're all very proud of the music. I think it's pretty good. Like if you don't like it, that's fine. But it's there's a it's a good version of what it is. But it's not fine if you don't like it. If you don't like it, you're a dick. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, <laughs> but, uh, the bands obviously they listen to the music, and these are pretty pretty decent bands that have asked us to play with them. So there is a silver lining. We just got to get somebody that is keen on it. As we are, which, which, um, as we've said, it's uh, it's disappointing, but it's we're all so gung ho about it that it's a bit of a blip, nothing else. But yeah. it, uh, the fact that some of these 
very good bands want us to have asked us to play with them is a nice thing again that's one of the other things that's uh, just makes makes us happy or makes me happy i keep speaking for the other two but i'm sure they agree it's uh if they don't agree i'll tell them they have to i'm the singer and um <laughs> but uh, that's a yeah we'll, we'll get there we uh we were a bit disappointed because we had a, a nice little festival show coming up um but i just bought a guitar today so maybe i'll be the guitarist son of a bitch uh, what did you buy i bought that pink one yeah over here oh that was you i thought you showed me that screenshot saying it was somebody else bought it you, i knew you thought that no i just bought a, a you guitar. pile just, of shit good for you what kind of guitar is it i was just gonna ask that too yeah it's an ibanez a hollow body a semi hollow body ibanez which i've never had an ibanez before but uh it's to, i just wanted a semi hollow body because i've tried strats and i'm just uh i just i've, I've played semi hollow bodies um and they, I just do, do better with them. Well, what about that Gretsch you have? It's not that, a Gretsch. It's yeah, that's a big away one, right? I have a, I'm a big Oasis fan, and uh, I've got a, a limited um, Union Jack Sheraton, but I'll never play that in case it's scratchy. So, uh, that's I. I've got a question about guitars. So, forgive me if this is a stupid question, but I, I don't play so. That's going to be my defense on that. Um, I, I had this thought the other night watching Paris Pick perform. And, you know, you, I always see when an artist is performing, there's usually multiple guitars on the stage and stuff. And sometimes throughout the set, you'll switch out a guitar or whatever. Um, my question is, what's the difference between the guitars? Because with all the pedals and electronics that you can use, can't you just make one guitar sound like however the fuck you want to? So why would you switch the guitar when you just use a different pedal to make it sound like that other guitar or whatever? I, I play the guitar and I agree with you because I'm, but, but I'm an average guitarist. I'm not a lead guitarist. And, um, because I think the same thing. I was like, there's so much digital effects now. Do you really need that? And if you compare to olden days, 60s, 70s, even 80s, um, guitarists change a lot less now. I think even um, even the, the, the absolute best only change once or twice. Do you know what's really weird that you said that? Is I was watching for the millionth time the Queen performance at Live Aid yesterday. It's lying on my bed. It popped up on my feet and I watched the whole thing. And Brian May is one of the only guitarists that's ever played his guitar that he made himself. I don't know if you know the story of, of the, the red special. He made it from a, a, ma a piece of mantelpiece and an old table. Do you know this? No, yeah. I do. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure really Mark does. I'm, Mark's, I'm a Mark's fan, a huge so yes, Queen fan. And he plays okay. it with a, with a, with a pen. With a six, oh, with uh, a, no, six, but yeah. yeah. Um, queen. Um, but I was watching it, and I don't know. I was going to look it up, and I didn't go around to it. But he changes, he changes um, his guitar because it's the first time I've watched the whole thing for ages. And he changes his guitar and picks up a black strap to play crazy little thing called Love. And then he puts red, the red one back on. I wondered if he broke a string because he was famously never changed his guitar because he yeah. was down. Mm -hmm. And then, and, uh, and again, on the guitar thing, when I, um, I've seen Oasis five, four or five times in different countries over the years. And in the height of their glory Noel Gallagher changed his guitar and he's not even a very good guitarist he's my hero but he's self-proclaimed not a very good guitarist and um, 
he used to change his guitar at the height of their the heyday, like nearly every song, and now he doesn't change it at all. So I think very often it's it's for the or when the when they got enough money to have lots of guitars, they just want to play them all. That's what I think. Right. Um, I saw Eric, I... Eric Clapton very rarely changes his guitar. Because he doesn't need to. I saw uh, a YouTube video on the Edge for um, they were they were doing a show and they were doing behind I think it was guitar some guitar magazine and they went behind stage uh, backstage with you two and they they showed all of Edge's guitars and yeah. and when he changes it because apparently for every song that they write he he uses a different guitar because it sounds different mm-hmm. but yeah. and and some are tuned different even though yeah, it's the I've, same guitar yeah, but I've they're they're tuned differently as well yeah. yeah so he just switches guitar instead of retuning even though he's tuning mid song all the fucking yeah. time but whatever <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that makes sense too to just switch out the guitar instead of fucking around with the strings right yeah yeah or if you break a string yeah makes sense if it did a different tuning here's a bit of a weird thing do you know the wiggles the kids thing the wiggles yeah. uh yes i yeah. believe so that horrifying thing. like that is that that ready steady wiggle yeah. thing? yes yeah yeah okay like, like, different color different color shirts on it and i always wondered because it's it's fucking embarrassing when you watch it I'm like how do these guys sleep at night or go to the pub and speak to their friends because it's just shameful anyway i was doing a solo gig at a pub in town um like doing a covers gig there's a point to this i promise and um and Murray Wiggle, who's one of the founders and now one of the richest guys in Australia, because they, they have the Wiggles have a bigger export in music and CDs than um, ACDC, like massive, massively successful. And he's one of the founders. Anyway, I was sitting in this pub having a break with the guy that I play with at the time. And he said, that's Murray Wiggle. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? He said, that's Murray Wiggle. I was like, are you on fucking glue? What's in your drink? And he said... Um, it's Murray from the Wiggles, the Red Wiggle. So he went up to him and said, are you Murray? He said, yeah, I am. He was doing a crossword at the bar. And so we got talking to him, the nicest guy. And he's massively into guitars. And he used to, I lived in Australia for about five, four or five years. And he lived near where I live. So we were talking about cafes and pubs that we would go to. He would probably spend a lot more money than I did in there. But then he said, our roadie toured with, um, with you too when they were in Australia, the Wiggles roadie. And he um, said, can I, can, you, can I go backstage? He took him down into that guitar pen because he's a big guitar fan and showed him all the guitars. And I said, did you get to plenty of them? But he said the same thing. He asked him the question, why do you have so many guitars? And he said he plays a different for every song. So that's really disproved my comment about not needing one guitar because one of my guitar <laughs> heroes, my guitar in heroes has 30 of them. And Murray Wiggle told me this random story when we got drunk at him in a pub. But he, anyway, Murray Wiggle, one of the nicest guys, and, and uh, was telling us some wonderful stories about how Johnny Depp wanted to be friends with him so he could take his son backstage. Because he said everybody wants to meet the Wiggles. Yeah. And he said it, it got to the point where, like, they'd open their... Because they wanted to be, the, you know, big deals to their grandkids. I'm telling other people's stories now. This is quite embarrassing. But it was the coolest <laughs> thing. And um, he said Robert De Niro was there with his... said, can, would you meet my grandkids? You know, just... But anyway, yeah. it was a good. He saw all the guitars, which was uh, a nice, nice evening to meet one of the Wiggles, the Red Wiggle. You would, think, you would also think if there's any guitarist in the world that could just play one guitar and make it sound like every other one, it would be the Edge. Edge. With, with, 
yeah, yeah. semi truck full of computers that runs his shit <laughs> that he could yeah. just play a Les Paul and be like, okay, just here's my strat setting. So, but there's got to be a way. It's just the feeling and the strings, the way it plays, stuff like that. I, I, mean, I agree. I don't know that shit. There, there's, there's a like, I have, uh, I don't like, I think right out the bat, if you plug in a like a Gibson versus a like a Fender right out the bat without any pedals, you can hear a clear difference. Now, if you add pedals, I mean, sure, like you can probably get pretty close, but I think there is going to be some subtle difference and maybe it'll matter, matter more in the studio than it would live. Right. Right. Depending on okay. what you're looking for. So I think it's, it's changed very recently as well. Cause I know a few guys like guitarists who are far superior to my plane that that kind of thing they do notice and even lately they used to be like um for years they i would uh they would tell me about the tubes in the back of their amp and my my tubes have got to warm up and and yeah. uh, a lot of them have, have changed to digital digital because you can as you say mimic any sound much more accurately than you could even 10 years ago it's it's like it, you can't tell the difference now so I think it's changed quite recently. So maybe that's why we don't see so many guitar changes because I used to wonder the same thing. I, there's a saying I used to like that I've always lived by is is uh, and I'll try to I'll try to piece it together for you guys like really nicely because it's it's any good musician or songwriter can make a shitty piece of equipment sound good and make a good song come out of it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Well, yeah. Paul McCartney playing a mandolin and it sounds like holy shit. <laughs> True. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, we've all seen it but when they're making um, the, the Beatles thing that was just on Disney and they have to wheel in the recording, like the, the eight track or the 16 track from George Harrison's house, <laughs> the piece of shit that they wrote some of the most legendary songs in humans have ever known on it. So right. I see that. I I, I wanted to watch that so badly and I watched it for about half an hour and I had to turn it off. I could not watch it. I'm, I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I do appreciate all of their work, but it was like, uh, this whole backstage with Yoko sitting there and, and they're, they're, they're going through the songs. And I'm like, I know the lyrics. Why don't you know the lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a great bit, and you might have seen Peter Jackson talking about it. And see, it, it, I, I liked that bit, and, if, and I'm a big Beatles fan, so if you don't like it, I understand why, because it's actually... But Peter Jackson said it, it's almost like watching a movie when you've seen it before, because there's, a, there's, a, there's lots of bits in it, as you say, but there's a bit when Paul and John are, and he's, they're coming up, and it's, Jojo, live, na, 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 Exactly. And now Jojo and Peter Jackson, it cuts to him in this interview I watched, and he said... He's left his home in Tucson, Arizona. And then it cuts back to John and Paul and he says, is, is Tucson in Arizona? And, <laughs> uh, which is, a you know, I, I enjoyed that, but like it's, you, it's, you're forgiven for thinking it's a bit boring and, and lost because, um, yeah, it was, some of it was tough to watch, but I, uh, it, it was enjoyable. I'm the opposite of Mark. I'm not really a huge Beatles fan, but I probably could have watched 80 hours of that documentary I, I I was fascinated by just I like that stuff like the behind the scenes looks at stuff that is very you know pop culture in pop culture the nostalgic or whatever yeah and so I enjoyed it and I was like I wish it wouldn't end but I don't listen to the Beatles like I don't have it on my in my iTunes playlist 
I mean, everybody knows you can't go to Safeway without hearing a goddamn Beatles song. So everybody knows it, but I don't listen to it on my own. Right. Uh, right. But yeah, I, I, I quite enjoyed that that series. One, one thing that we said, one thing that we said after watching it, me and Brent, is, uh, and please don't, I don't mean this in a we're like them kind of way, but uh, it gave us some hope that they didn't find it very easy to write songs. Like it, they found it very hard to write great songs. So I remember watching it thinking, oh, it didn't, I'm sure a lot of their songs came easy to them. Um, but it was kind of nice to watch it for that way that these pillars of, pillars of, you know, greatness still struggled to come up with Tucson, Arizona, what, like just like we do now. Um, but eventually they did. So it was, that's why I kind of enjoyed it for that reason. It's like, right. we're just, Minions trying to write songs, and even the best of the best of the best find it quite difficult, you know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think the last, like, truthfully, the last like documentary I watched on music would have been Sonic Highways from Foo Fighters. Oh, that's good. good one. Right, I, that one I was fascinated with that, yeah. and how he like wrote the a different song in each city or yeah. whatever. In each studio, I love that and yeah, rock really. that album out yeah. so hard. My uh, my last one was about uh, Geffen, the one I shared. Oh, what's that? Oh, right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> the guy that owned or started Geffen Records, David Geffen, yeah, yeah, David Geffen. So it's it's on uh, it's on Netflix, and it's about how he started from, you know, just being a guy wanted to help an artist because that artist had potential. He wanted to get into movies. Um, but the movie industry told him, no, you shouldn't. And then he went into music and then he found this, this, uh, this girl that had a great voice and he was like, Hey, she needs to be on the radio. I need to promote her. So he got into that and made more and more connections. And then he started a record label and in his agency and then he right. got into movies and he, he's like this gazillionaire. I have a good feeling. I know why you liked that one so much. What was that? Well, because it would have maybe not psychologically, but like in the back of your mind, like you might maybe saw yourself in there. This that's why I texted oh, you. Yeah. I was like, dude, there is so much in there that we are that we're trying currently doing. Do. I mean, yeah. same as what Stu said about being the Beatles, not wanting to like, you know, there's the Beatles and then there's you and you want to be the Beatles, but you're not. I, I want to be, I don't want to be Geffen, but you know, I, it's like that same trajectory that yeah. Funky Moose is, is getting. Why not? That's, that's a, I've, I, I, you know, keep people telling me to stay grounded and I'm, we're all quite normal, but why not? Someone has to, someone yeah. has to do. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There has to be another Geffen. There has to be. And, right? and the way, the way oh, the music God. industry is right now, I mean, uh, times are different from when Geffen started, but we can still do the same thing. Yeah, but but our own way, but a little different. Yeah, yeah. I love doing shit my own way, man. Yeah. There's like we we've talked to so many people in the industry and like corporate and all that kind of shit, <clears throat> and it's like, or like a, a fucking grant application, for example. Does it have to? Do you have to jump through so many goddamn hoops? just to get some fucking help out there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, can't, this is what it is. This is what we're doing. Like, you want to help us or not? Here's, but no, you have to like meet so many 
checks so many boxes off of the yeah here's a 50 page form for 300 dollars that we're yeah, gonna give be you. in business for fucking 10 million years right. before we'll even look at you like get out of here man well that, yeah. that that's another reason going back to what brent talked about magic mountains is um you used to have to have 12 songs put them on a cd have a fucking cd cover made and have a cd release party and then most of that, you know, at the band of our level, then there was a thousand CDs that sat in the drummer's garage for six years until CDs weren't a thing anymore. But now it can be so much more gradual. And it's, I think the payoff is, the gratification is more instant because mm -hmm. we can make a song, record it for you know, whatever amount of dough, and then it can be out. And you don't have to do all that other rigmarole mm -hmm. so it can grow its own legs. Like you said about you guys doing the podcast, it's, it's got better gradually, but you didn't have to be, it's, it's grown its own legs with minimal investment. I would imagine. I'm sure there's some investment besides your guys' time and talent, but, uh, but it can be more gradual these days because you can make your own look. A lot of it used to be, you had to be lucky, um, yeah. but now much easier. I mean, you still got to be lucky, but it's, it's easier to make your own look. You've got to have a good product. It all boils down to that. Yeah. And I yeah. think like you guys do, you, you do have a good product. And so do we, like I said, if you don't like it, it's, that's just a, that's a taste thing, but it's yeah. not because fucking singing's bad or the bass playing's bad or the drumming's bad. It's just because you don't like that kind of music. Right. So right. that's why it's, in, it's encouraging and, um, and very enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. hundred percent. Mm -hmm. I almost sounded clever then for a second. Yeah, so you do. Careful. You, I careful. think it's the accent. Don't I think it's yourself. your accent that makes you sound so clever. Yeah, yeah. I like he skates through life a lot on that for sure. <laughs> I would totally use that to my advantage as well. <laughs> I've been, I've been dining out on it for forty-eight years. Mm -hmm. Nice, dude. Are you in Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, you, go ahead. Oh, I missed that. I totally well, it missed was it. Cut out. It, it was cut. Sorry, say it again. No. Say it again so I can cut it out. No. No. <laughs> I won't have that documented. Carry on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Brent, Brent, Brent's thinking to himself, he's ashamed of something? Holy shit, yep. that must be bad. It must be real bad. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> You're out, Steve. <laughs> so i've been i've been trying to figure this out brent did you say are you the drummer yeah i am oh okay okay I was, yeah i, I thought you were over a lot of sorry oh i was i was trying to is brent the drummer i didn't hear him say it i thought he was playing guitar and then i confused myself so <laughs> well i um, write i write a lot of the stuff and yeah. i play guitar minimally uh mm. to be able to write and then I give it to, you know, well, when we had a guitar player, I would just be like, hey, here's my idea. Can you make it sound like a real guitar player would make it sound? <laughs> and then we build off of there. I can play enough to write songs and do some damage, uh, but then somebody else does it much, much better. So yeah, you're giving yourself but, enough credit, Brent. You're pretty good. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Not good enough to where I would be a guitar player in a band, I guess. Like, I would never feel comfortable being in that position but i like to i have to write i constantly have ideas so i have to get it out uh but it's nice that 
up until now I've had somebody to work with and be like, Hey, can you make this sound really cool? Cause I can't. Uh, and then I give it to Stu and Stu sings really great. And yeah, so it's kind of a nice, uh, we have a nice thing going on right now, or we did, but we will again. We're just, we're, we got, it's just a, whatever Stu said, just a bump in the road. Right. A yeah. blip. Um, I, okay. Here's a question for you guys. So out of the songs that you guys sent us to play in this episode, um, I'm curious if you guys have the, a, a similar response to this. But out of the three, which ones, which one would you say is your favorite? Like, I know a band likes to know what the audience's favorite song. I'm curious to know what your favorite song is out of the three. So Stu and Ted, they asked, or Joel asked me to send him some links uh, to a few songs that he could pepper in here. And so I sent Bitter Lullaby, Float On, and Secret Secrecy. Secret Secrecy so, my favorite for sure. So yeah, of those three, that's what you get to choose from. It's a lullaby. Yeah, that's kind of mine too. I don't know. Maybe because it's like OG, like that might be almost the first song we ever wrote way back when or not. No, I know it wasn't because I remember the first one, but it was one of the first. Uh, and I like how much it's grown and how much better it sounds now. And it's just that one for me to play, at least, is the most fun. Right. Of the bunch. Is it uh, Secret Secrecy that has that uh, kind of synthesizer type of sound in there? Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, that, me too. That yeah. out of the three, I would say. It's and you know what? That, that actually, I, I listened to it in the car this morning and I was like, made hey, you think of the radiance? The radiance. Yeah. Fuck me too, yeah, dude. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> that, uh, that is really funny because when we recorded, like, that didn't have synthesizer in it. We did the recording here when we did this EP. And then I just was like, I, I thought it was empty in spots. And I thought we could really use a synth line to fill some of those gaps. Uh, and I had a rough idea for how I wanted it to sound, uh, but I didn't know any keyboard players. So uh, the guy, my buddy who did the album with us, Kurt from 100th Meridian, he knew a guy in Saskatoon named Brody Moninger, who's like, he works at Long McQuaid, he plays in bands. He's like a musical phenom. Uh, and yeah, he came in and played keyboard on that one song. I sent him the tracks that we recorded here. He sent me like 10 ideas. We pulled a bunch of pieces from them and that's what we ended up with.
sing a little i used to be in a u2 tribute band in australia and that's the first time i sang seriously so i kind of seen people sort of say oh it sounds a bit like u2 whatever i don't mean it to but it's i'm not naive to the fact but um so we get quite a lot oh it sounds like u2 which is obviously amazing if people think that and um or he sounds like this or he sounds like that but when we did secret when we showed secret secrecy to people it was the first time and it wasn't just one or two it was like a bunch of people said it sounds like duran duran and it's oh synth, yeah and uh which i was like holy shit that's that's cool as well right and uh we didn't again we didn't mean it to but i get a kick out of that people saying oh you sounds like this or it reminds me of this and uh, I'm, I'm always scared to tell artists what i think it sounds like right because i'm scared i may offend them or something oh, no. I would never oh, be uh, someone well known who's got their own jet. I would fucking think it was great because yeah. uh, because we're all inspired. There's no such thing. The Beatles copied Elvis and uh, yeah. Barry. You know, yeah, everybody, everybody adapted. I adore. Yeah, and Greta Van Fleet uh, inspired by Aerosmith, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to put that in there. <laughs> Seven chords. So, what do we sound like, Joel? 
Who do you sound like? I would say you sound like Magic Mountains, a band out of uh, Alberta, Saskatchewan, wow. out of Alberta, Saskatchewan, wow. out of Alberta, Canada. <laughs> we Alberta, not wrong, actually. I had, you know what? I was trying to. So earlier, I had a thought, and I could be way off base because I'd have to go back and listen to them again. But the Cure popped into my head at one point okay. listening to those, and I was like, huh. But then I'm honestly not familiar with the Cure. I know like one of their songs, which was on like the fucking Crow soundtrack back in the 90s there. So I oh, was yeah, like, yeah. So that might not be the right name of the band I was thinking of, but that's what popped in my head was the cure. And I'm trying to think what song I was listening to. Was it Bitter Lullaby, maybe? There's uh it's interesting that you say that because nobody nobody has said that yet about those songs, but we've written a couple of new ones or a couple of the new ones. And I've said, gosh, it sounds like The Cure. And that was a guitar line that Brent came up with. Um, so, yeah, of course, that's, a, that's I think that's amazing. <laughs> Somebody says right. you sound like... Right, so maybe maybe that's, maybe I'm right then. Like like I said, I got to look back because this was like, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes ago, an hour, and I was like, The Cure? Like trying to like piece it together. But I'll, t- I'll text you later. I'll let you know. I'll be like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. Oh, oh the, the jangly jingly jangly guitars you know it just occurred to me a few minutes ago by the way when i was rambling on about uh like guitar players it wasn't uh kurt from hundreds meridian who left yesterday by the like he's he came on board to do the project for the ep and then we found a new guitar player we were stuck you know wanting to fill that gap so we could play live and we found a new guitar player and we had been playing with him for i don't like Am I, Ted, am I wrong if I say three months, four months? I don't know what it was like really. That. Yeah, it's yeah. less than six. And he's the guy who left it. So like, uh, we're and- yeah, I'm still, we're still on great terms with our, our guy who recorded the album. So two uh, different right. people. Kurt is right. great. Yes. And Only Kurt's I, I have a feeling I've heard that name before, or at least the Hernandez Meridian uh, tribute. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you have. They played like everywhere in Saskatchewan. They've got festivals throughout the summer. They've got one next weekend or the one after. They played like multiple times. Right. Are they playing uh, Dog Patch? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yes, they are playing Dog Patch. Ah, that's oh, okay. Good. That's that's nice where you guys are from. Okay. You are go. you coming to Dog Patch? No. Uh. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. I can't go to every show that you don't you go, go to, to any shows man. Two what's times the, the last one you went to was fucking regina and that was like months ago and dude you're missing so oh, they're gonna break up you gotta break up, break up on episode one two six too yeah. good i think i'm going to a show third do you know if oh, you're coming thursday go. joel's bragging <laughs> about the shows that he's going to Dude, it's it's so much fun. I love fucking live music, dude. I would much rather go see a band live than I, I'll still get the album. I'll make I'll purchase merch and all that kind of stuff. But I would I want to see the live performance. I just it amps me up, man. Every freaking time. I love it. I love Are being you? front row center so that you can see me too. Yeah, no, that I'm changed, sure. man. I used to like be that guy in the crowd where I didn't want the band to see me or whatever, in case I'm like not bobbing my head enough or whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, because I remember we, we talked about that in one of the yeah, episodes. Yeah, and now I'm just like, ah, <laughs> fucking just loving it, dude. What's what's the best gig you've seen? Uh, 
uh, like ever or recently? What's the most enjoyable gig you've ever been to? Ever. Oh, no, what's dude, the first there's... thing that comes to mind? Oh my God, it's such a mashup. Um, I'll be honest, I hit up Chester Fest this last weekend and Seven Mile Sun and League of Wolves fucking crushed it, dude. So good. I'm disappointed you didn't say Moose Fest last year. Moose Fest? Well, Seven Mile Sun and League of Wolves <laughs> yeah. are there too. But no, what, what I'm really enjoying right now is I see a lot of the bands multiple times because they're friends of mine, so I'm going to hit up the shows. And nine times out of ten, the bands that I'm seeing, every time I see them, they keep getting better and better and better. They were better than the last time I saw them. You know, they just keep rising and rising and have not hit the ceiling yet. And that, I think, is what's amping me up so fucking much is because I know that they're getting better, right? And that they've got so much further to go. Like the, what's the word I'm looking for? The momentum. rising star. <laughs> Well, that, yeah, maybe, yeah, some, something on the lines of it. The potential, right, is just yeah, yeah. so far out there and they've got so much room and it's just all up for the, I, that's, I think, what amps me up is the fact that I know these people on stage and they're doing great, man, and they're fucking crushing it and it make, gets me excited, I think, more because I know you guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I love them all. I think, um, I'm I trying, think that... I, now I'm trying to think of a shitty one. I was I, I was going to, to to go with an interesting one. Like, yeah, they're the best ones, <laughs> the best ones and whatever. But I found the drive-in show for weapons very interesting. It wasn't like weapons weren't at their best at that show, I think. Um, and it wasn't, you know, a whole crowd in front of a stage where you're elbowing each other and whatever. But it was it had something special, even though there were not a lot of people there. I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I enjoyed that. One. Yeah, that it that was a different one for sure because it was a drive-in show. Yeah, and I think that was like for sure the first drive-in or maybe only drive-in show they've ever done too. So Probably. that could be like why that was like, yeah, a little I different. Our Lady Peace when we went and saw that, Brent, uh, they had tables set up for the whole COVID stuff, and yeah. they're just so far apart. It's very different from any other show I've been to. Right. And everybody's yeah, tense, you know, because of the pandemic and everything. Yeah. So it's like that, that vibe yeah, really different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how about you guys? How about you guys? What would you say was, I'm curious, what's the shittiest concert <laughs> you've ever seen? Oh, I was going to go. Stu probably saw the Wiggles live and he, <laughs> and he fucking hated it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I got backstage. <laughs> yeah. So many jokes, yeah, but we won't. Yeah. Um, shittiest gig. Um, Where you were just like, this is ben fucking terrible. Ben Harper. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. I saw him in Australia. It was fucking shit. Boring. Just boring. <laughs> just crap. So that, that famously, I couldn't wait to leave. I went with a friend of mine. And uh, that's that's it was just dull, dull as shit. Right. Right, um, right. I've seen lots of good ones though. I booked the bands at the Starlight Room for about a year. I was the booking guy, like the, the local booking guy. So I saw some good ones there. But I've seen some big ones. I saw Michael Jackson back in the day. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. 
Yeah. Wait, I, do you remember what year that would have been? Let him finish. He's got 87. On the bad tour. Uh, I was only young, like 12, 13. So that was great. The police was great. Um, I've seen Oasis. And similarly to what you say, I've seen Oasis, I think, five times. Saw them in Australia, in England, um, and then here a couple of times. But the last time, they seemed to get musically better as well. I think when they stopped doing so many drugs, it, the music, and they had Zach Starkey on drums, Ringo's son. Musically, was amazing the last time I saw it. But I'm a bit more, you guys would get along brilliant with Brent because he's um, he likes slightly less lesser known stuff. I'm a bit of a fashion victim. I like the the, the stuff that's already huge. Um, oh, don't get me wrong. I like that too. Yeah. But, I, uh, I, I don't. Oh, I do. That's why I play it on Funky Moose Radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some good plug in there. I was just going to say radio is one of those things where, yeah, it's kind of horseshit always. Like going back to forever, you can call in and make they're going to play what they want anyway. It's just if somebody happens to call in and request one of the songs that their program director has chosen, they'll play that one. Hey, here's yeah. so and so wants to hear this. Yeah, okay, well, just because it lined up with what they were going to do anyway, they don't exactly. really play what people want to yep. hear. That's yep. exactly it. I'll, 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 I'm going to cut this too. But thing here, I won't say the radio station, but it's one of the bigger ones. And we were it, like, as Brent said, it's a hokey, and we've had, we've got two hundred thousand stream or more. Fuck knows what now, two hundred something streams. But when we were on the radio, it was still we were jumping around like kids, like on that thing you do when they've got the yeah. radio in. Yeah, yeah. The radio, especially for our age, like it's what you grew up listening to. You're on the fucking radio. Yeah, yeah. It was wasn't just some shit station. It was it was one of the bigger ones, but it was red. Uh, it was like a when you call into as you say the, the 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 new band in town kind of thing but brent had already organized it but when they plugged it on the radio they say so just text in tell us about a new band and it was all so fake like we were yeah. so happy so they said so we got a text and it's uh, magic mountains and they made it sound like it just happened um but it's it's all hokey sort of pre-planned shit which is the way it is but we were but it was nice to hear the name on the radio and we still don't know why yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty meaningless it's like even but I, even with my with my my day job i've um i do voiceovers and i've been on a, in a couple of commercials and stuff for the for the, my day job and i'm on youtube and there's like 150,000 views or whatever but as soon as it's on tv my kids are like oh my god it's on tv i'm like like six people saw it on tv <laughs> yeah right yeah, uh, I keep, I'm trying yeah. to tell, um, teach my son how everything is fake, whether yeah. he sees it on TV or on a YouTube or whatever. It's like, it's all fake, dude. Like, he helped me edit that video I posted today. Like, he's getting into it. He's understanding. Like, it's, dude, if you saw the unedited version of that video, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, let's do one of these again. But it's really a good thing that you're doing that, though, because, like, how many kids grow up looking at Instagram? And being like, oh, I want that life. But that life isn't that life. Like, none of it is real. Yep. Maybe yep. a small portion of it. The Rock, yeah, that's his life. But it's not who they're going to be seeing. Like, that's terrifying. I have a three-year-old and I'm terrified. And like, oh, shit, Stu, I thought of you yesterday. Like, having a teenage daughter. I started watching Euphoria. Have you watched that, Stu? Don't. Is, Do not yeah. watch <laughs> that show. Like, whatever you do, 
Like I, if I had a teenage daughter and I was watching Euphoria, which is an amazing show, like it's incredible, and I'm glad I can watch it. But I, 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 I get heart palpitations thinking about like if I had a teenage daughter because poof, and that, like having to raise one of those in this day and age. So anyway, yes, good on you for at least telling him that everything is horseshit and yeah. like only what's in his life is real, really. Yeah, so that's, that's good. That, that's definitely what we're trying to do, and I, I think he's he's understanding. For sure. So much so where if we're watching a show or a fucking YouTube video or like he's calling out where the edits are in the show. Yeah, right on. And I'm like, and I'm like perfect. Like, yeah, I think he gets it. I think that's more clever than uh, most adults these days. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Fuck. People I, I know stupid, his son. Right? He's, a, he's a bright kid. Guys, I'm sorry to interrupt this, but I don't want to just disappear. But my battery's going to die right away. Oh, I'm my scared. dude. Okay. How about how about you request a song for us then? Which one out of the three are we playing right now? Um, bitter lullaby. Please play bitter lullaby. All right. It's it's a bittersweet lullaby to see you have to go, my friend. Oh. Like, right okay, now the real podcast can start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could now. Nothing will be cut now. It's really nice chatting to you. Seriously, I don't want to just cut out but my battery's gonna die right away and i'm in the middle of a field so thank you so much for having oh. us thank you my thanks for coming Stu. really nice chatting to you genuine pleasure thank you
Are either of you guys, or I'm going to assume not uh, Mark, based on the tension in the room there, but uh, Joel, are you any chance you're going to do the, the Hour Hand and Seven Mile Sun Show in Saskatoon on the 23rd? Oh, God damn it, you froze on me. Ted, are you there, buddy? I'm there, yeah, I'm here. All right, so it's it's them, it's just, not us. It's just we're running, we're running the podcast now. Yep, it's that rural Saskatchewan internet. <laughs> Ask hell. What? I am the host now. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and it says it's still recording. All right, okay, we're going to, first step, we're starting with a rebrand, okay? I don't know what it is, but we're going to, it's got to be our own. So we'll think so, on this. So we, you mean like how we're going like minimalist right now? Because yeah, like all our right. logos are very minimalistic. I think it's we have none. Like, so we're so minimalist. We, we don't have a name. We don't have logos. <laughs> we might not, let's change the format. We won't even talk to bands. We will, we'll start something new. We'll just talk about like what's happening in our lives. You know, oh, yeah. how are you doing? What'd you have for lunch today? <laughs> Fuck behind that music. Well, I, like, guess I don't know if they're gonna pop back in. I'm not getting any messages from them at all. Jesus. Hang on a sec. I was legit curious about uh... what if they, what if that's how they do their exit? Just make it look <laughs> like a network issue. Just... They yeah. Actually, that's pretty goddamn clever. And then they'll, that'll be the podcast. It'll be just some joke that we're not aware of. And how long will these assholes talk to nobody before they realize we're not coming back? <laughs> well, we're not. Oh, no, we got, we got two Joel popping up here. Joel, you're muted and not muted. Oh, oh. Oh, hey, we got Mark. Oh, and there's the other guy. Right on. We are back. Hey. What the hell? Is that a commercial? That was, yeah, fucking in the middle of my sentence there. The whole whole house just went dead. (laughs) Sorry about that, you guys. Thank you for sticking around. Hell yeah. I'll talk for three hours. You guys could have been like, fuck this, we're out. I'm curious to see what you guys were saying now that that was still recording. I can look at the fucking (laughs) We'll release it Monday. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah so for, forgive us if that happens again. I'm not sure what the hell happened there, but I want to see you guys perform live. Where, yeah, the man. Frick- Brent, do we have anything coming up? <laughs> yeah, we have a guitar search because we can't play without one. So that's step one. Uh, and man, once we find a guy who can play, and will play that's kind of weird that i even have to say will play because in a hundred years i didn't think we'd have a fight with a guy not wanting to play music in front of people but that's where we are but if once we find a guy who can and will play we will be playing because it's i want to play and specifically i mean i want to play in saskatoon because that's where i'm from and i want to play there because i i i I have all of my friends and family still live there. So we would have a bit of a draw and uh, yeah, it's, it's on my bucket list as, and I mean, that's a kind of a sad bucket list probably that some people might say, but I want to play there in front of people. And, but we got to find a guy first. There's I don't, nothing I don't sad think about it's, that. that's, that's, I don't think it's sad at all. Conquer dude. your backyard, man. All right, good. Cool. Oh, that helps. 
Do you ever hear of a band called Hurricane Cletus? Uh, no, for a second I thought maybe, but no, I don't think so. They were a band that was getting some hype quite like a decade ago. They were out of Hague, I believe. But I haven't oh, heard, yeah. I haven't heard squat about them at From all. Hague. Yeah. Hague I remember listening to them like 10 years ago. Was it was Hague like, or Rostered? Hague, I think. And I was like, these guys are great. And then huh. I don't that know. That is just Ted's like, what the hell? This might as well be Lord of the Rings <laughs> fucking villages for all he knows. But- <laughs> I fucking know Lord of the Rings. Come on. I know. Uh, yeah. I've never watched that show. I've never seen ten, Lord of the Rings. Ten years ago, Ted was what? 13. <laughs> I, ten years ago, I was watching Lord of the Rings. Right? <laughs> and I, I have, still go to Hague every time I can because they have a little bakery there that has some of the best shit in the world. Right on. What? Hague? Yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. You got to go in town, though. Yes. That's news to me. It's like, isn't it like Kitty Corner from the post office or something, right? Yes. It might, yeah, yeah. Every time my mom, will, we go to visit her, she'll have stuff from there. And it is unreal. Yeah. Pies and pastries and shit. Yeah, it's so good. Hell yeah. I know that place. And why haven't you shared that with me? Because you don't fucking go anywhere, bro. <laughs> shit. <laughs> just in the basement. Also, there's a really good burger place there, too. <laughs> Mark just stays in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to figure out how to get an app for his radio station. <laughs> no, no. That's, that's, I, I actually. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but I'm kind of working on it, maybe. Yes. Oh, yeah. there we go. I've been bugging know. him enough. It depends. It, <laughs> it depends. I asked my developer and he was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And then, and then he said, but why would you want that? You can just play it on the website. Like, yeah. No, be, and, and so I'm very, I like no, to think that I'm simple minded. But I, I know what you're saying. If it's on your phone, you're going to use Yeah, it. like if I have yeah, the yeah, app yeah. on my screen, I can just fucking hit the app. Yeah, and yes. I don't have to go to Google and then type in Funky Moves Records and then do all so, that shit. I can just fucking hit the app and go right to it. Yeah, so we, we already talked about how it would look and it would be album art, play and stop button. There you go. Yeah, and maybe maybe a, a cast or Apple TV icon or whatever. Yeah, um, just more streamlined. Yeah, keep it simple. And then yeah. maybe instead of ads on the radio, I'll put ads in the app where, you know, gotta make some money. Sponsored yeah, yeah. by whatever yep. Canadian Tire, whatever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe. Got to go bigger. You got to go bigger than Canadian Tire. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sponsored by Amazon. Sponsored, yeah, fuck yeah. Jesus. Swing for the fences. Sponsored by Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I've always got these brainiac ideas. And I don't know, man. I think big, right? But, and then if it doesn't pan out, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. I tried. You know what I mean? This way, tell approach. me if this is, oh, sorry, Ted, you go ahead, buddy. Oh, I just, I, I feel like that's a really good approach because, uh, yeah, like even much with this band, like if it doesn't go anywhere, well, we're still doing what we love anyway. So yep, yep. Kind of and like having fun stop. doing it, yeah. right? Like yeah, that's exactly. what because because otherwise, if you if it doesn't go anywhere, well, you don't lose, right? Like not not setting those crazy expectations to to reach the moon or something. Yeah, you, you gotta know, go past, you gotta go past the moon, bro. You gotta go past the moon, reach for the stars, and land <laughs> on the moon. We're doing this again. Yeah, we're <laughs> like that. One. I disagree. <laughs> Brent, that's at least my my take. All right. So no, that's I'm with you, buddy. I'm a hundred percent in, no matter where we go. But yeah, I yeah. Have zero expectations of what happens. So. To me, 
it's all awesome. Worst case scenario, it's a reason to drink a lot of beer on a weeknight or a weekend. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It's all good stuff. Now, tell me, sorry, this could be wildly inappropriate, and I just don't know. But so with um, Moose Fest, like, how how what was your attendance last year, and do you, are you gonna pass that this year? I asked because I saw you put out a thing saying should we move to a two day festival. So I assume things are going really well. They so far, in, so good. in my eyes, yeah, we're definitely we're about even attendance wise with last year already, and we're still three wow. or four weeks out. Yep. Um, I mean, as an organizer, <clears throat> I'm, I'm truly shooting for 500 tickets. Um, I'm really hoping for that, but if I hit like 600, I'm still going to wish it was seven or eight. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, as yeah. an organizer, I don't know if it's ever going to be in a, enough. So I try not to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just keep telling myself, like, I don't give a fuck if there's 10 people in the crowd or 10,000. Because these are truly the bands that I love. These are my friends. I want to see them, so I'm bringing them to me. So I'm kind of selfishly doing. We're doing Moose Fest and for by, us. And by I, every time you say, he says I, I say when I say I, I I mean we. Yeah. Um, yes. But but yeah, we're we're doing it for us. These are the guys that we like. This is the music that we love to do to listen to. Um, and I mean, if we can break even on it, that's a fucking success right there, hundred yep. percent. And that's what we did last year too. We we um, when we started it, we didn't set any expectations because we didn't know what to expect. Well, and it was pretty pretty well, small. Yeah, too. and we had six weeks to prepare. Yeah, so we weren't re- really really prepared. Um, but it was uh, uh, we got the three bands, and it was literally like, okay, well, let's hope we can make this work. Yeah. Well, we had Mark and I had been on like Bellevue Record for a long time prior to all of this. Um, so we've hosted like snowmobile rallies and ball tournaments and, you know, we put on town dances and shit like that. Right. So we were yeah. the way we approached the first one was like, OK, book the bands, get a venue, sell liquor. That's and that's t- what you do and sell <laughs> some fucking tickets. Right. Yeah. So we basically approached the first moose fest as we would have as if we were just putting on a town dance really but with three bands but with multiple bands as opposed to just one yep that that was really the approach towards it um because we only had six weeks to figure it out yeah i'm well and uh, and the budget too like i mean budget goes a long way too if if we don't break even on it like that's coming out of our pocket that's our our personal money that's paying for all of this, right? So it's like, okay, can we get a sponsor on here? Like, where can we redeem some cost somehow, some way? Luckily, all the musicians that we've currently had on have become close friends of ours as being a result on the show and like hanging out with them at shows and stuff like that. So like, the it's cost efficient that way right Uh and it's all been handshake deals fortunately we haven't had to do any contracts yet because they're friends of ours so it's like hey you want to come fucking play moose fest next year how much will you charge us and they give us a number we're like done let's do it we'll put you on the bill and then that's that's how it's been i don't think we've had any contracts hey no the only contract that we've ever done was with northern royals when we uh, got the record done just to there like everybody, everybody was on the same page 
right? But we just like just to be on the safe side. On the safe side, we were like, let's get this in writing. Yep. But it was everything that we were already agreeing upon, so it was an easy signature to get. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You got to, like weapons is a, to me. That's a pretty big get. I know they're probably friends of yours, but they're like legit on the radio in Edmonton. So yep. that's a that's like a band band. I feel like and a, probably a pretty big draw. <laughs> right. Band band. Well, well, you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah, where yeah. somebody like some some moron like my cousin or whatever who wouldn't know music like would hear that and go, oh, I'd go see them because I've heard that one song or whatever. So that's yeah. right. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's what I love about doing what we're doing because it's like they are legit friends of ours. They were actually supposed to play last year, but they had a contract with another venue. Oh, that's right, a, a Radius contract. So they uh, they couldn't play Moose Fest. Yeah, those are fucking bullshit. Hey, you can't play, you know, within a hundred kilometers in so many yeah. days, and and that's why they couldn't do it. Yeah. Um. Actually, the Steadies had something like that as well, but. Earl was like, fuck it. It's Bellevue. Yeah. I'm coming to play. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he's the one that made it happen, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. was that? Was it Jazz Fest? That was... No, it was because of that drive-in show we saw Weapons at. That was at the EA Rawlings oh, in Prince Albert. And that was like a week. Wasn't that a week? No, it was within a month of, of, it was like a two or three weeks. Yeah. But that's why they could, they had to, to decline Moose Fest was because of that EA Rawlingson contract. Fuck. So we got them this year. Yep. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And then next year. Yes, I am. We are contemplating like each year. We want it to be a little bit bigger and better considering this year doesn't put us in the red too bad. Um, because yeah, man, we're just trying to blow up the hype and next year is going to land on the long weekend. So there you go. Why not do two days if we can afford it? Yeah. Land the sheepdogs. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd be hesitant. I'll be honest. I'll be, I'll be brutally honest and forgive me. Um, there's better bands out there than the sheepdogs. I'm just talking. I'm, I'm a marketing guy i can't not think about how that would immediately by tenfold increase your uh your sales yeah but it, it's but the also cost like, the way up so right yeah it's also like they're not our friends neither like they came on the show but it's not like i can call yeah, yeah. up and go for coffee whereas all these other guys i totally can like they're yeah. fucking coming to my hotel room after the show and hanging yeah. out with my wife and I, and we're playing fucking Nintendo till six in the morning. Like it's <laughs> fucking crazy. That's very specific. Because it's happened. It's happened a couple times. <laughs> but it's it's fun though. We love um, it. But yeah, when you say uh, like a headlining band, we talked about getting the Trues or Monster Truck out at Moose Fest. But yeah. you know, paying their fees means yeah. we need to. Yeah, that's you know, another. Sell- they're 30 grand out of our pocket yeah, to get that them means here. we need to sell and 300 more tickets yeah yeah you got to front a lot of money to yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like it would be a risk big time, exactly big time and then so we were just like like as big as this year's event is in my opinion how huge this is it's still like small, small. potatoes yep you know what i mean yep and that's they're fine. all indie wanna, artists but i want to keep it that way fucking great at what they do i want to keep it that way too like i we don't i mean maybe eventually we'll get 
you know, bands like Metallica. Oh, we should get ACDC fucking this. Uh, there's a band out of Alberta called Magic Mountains. Who? <laughs> that are fucking killer, dude. We should get yeah. them on the show. Yeah, <laughs> we should get them on the show, feel them out a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and if they're, they're, uh, they're okay. We're cheap, but our guitarist is super expensive. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to pause here. I have to go piss again. Forgive me. Jesus. I'll be right back. Okay. Are you diabetic? I broke the seal. <laughs> well, Ken and I each had one too while you were in your blackout. So oh. uh, we've all taken a turn. Yeah. Mark, you're next. I, sh- shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, mind over matter. Just don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, Moose Fest is going to be a, a, like a blast. Like we had so much fun last year too. Um, the bands that were playing, we uh, they actually slept at Joel's and and my house, um, and uh, we had a big pancake breakfast at my place the day the day after. So all the band members, <coughs> so we had some from the Steadies, uh, two from Seven Mile Sun, most of the League of Wolf guys. They were they were all here and they were just talk, chatting with each other and having breakfast and it was all you know. Sick. Yeah, that's really fucking cool. Did you document that at all in any way, like pictures, video? Like I have anything? pictures. Yeah, I have pictures. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that's a Kurt, good memory for sure. Actually, I have a picture of Kurt, the drummer for the Steadies. He's sleeping on my trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> so was that yeah. kind of night? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was uh, he was sleeping in front of our back door, like on the cement, and my <laughs> wife kind of opens the door because she wants to fire up the barbecue or something or put out the chairs. I don't know what she was, but she opened the door and she's like, "Oh." Hi, Kurt. And Kurt was like, oh, sorry, am I in the way? And he, he got up and went to the trampoline and slept for another couple hours. It's great. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, or at least I know I have. The trampoline sleep is like a rite of passage at some point, I think. I uh, can't say I've done that. <laughs> no. All right, maybe I got a problem. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe I have a real issue. <laughs> It's not a problem, I, I think. Not one that I remember clearly. Anyway, it's not on the cement. Yeah. No, yeah, that's right. At least I didn't sleep on the doorstep. That's a problem. Yeah. That I've is done, a problem. I've done that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who was sleeping on your back door? What? Kurt from uh, the Steadies. Oh, on the trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my dude, here, here. It's a fucking story for you that night. So did you tell him how late we are we are we going to finish the podcast? Because well, this is I all stuff like, that we yeah, probably okay. don't we'll put in. Cut around it. Fuck, it's all good. Ninety percent cut. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be an eight minute podcast. It's just yeah. your your songs. That's it. There's a fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to know the guys from Magic Mountains, but they're their songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else you want to know? I want to know. Okay, we talked. We talked about gigs. How long you guys have been together? How you met? Yeah, we talked about the 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 EP release. I, how I the almost songs said the are twenty years stuff, old. The, the stuff that we wanted to know. Yeah, we were. I think I just wanted to fucking hang out with you guys. I think right. That's what when, I was looking forward to too. Yeah. yeah, I think right when Stu said my battery's about to die, I think that was kind of the point where we were also steering it to the end kind of, and then the power went out and then we started a new conversation. 
I was just getting that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Two parter. I'm curious to see what you guys were talking about when the power was. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's how I'll transition into it. So we're gonna play the the lullaby song. What's it called again? Bitter um, lullaby. Bitter lullaby. Sorry. The lullaby song. And um, as he's going away, we'll go into that. And when we come back from it, it's gonna be you two guys there. I think the power went out. What's going on? What's yeah. There's some people. I was some like, people. it legit told me that I was in charge of the thing now. And I was like, holy shit, I don't know. So what do we do? So Ted goes for a piss, and then I go for a piss, and then pretty much we're back at it again. Oh, oh that's hilarious. Okay. Well, that yeah. was a long piss then. Holy shit. <laughs> it's one of my passions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right on. So yeah, we can wrap it up if you guys want. You've got some, I would say, two got- hours of material to do some solid editing around for all the stuff you said you had to cut out. I- I really don't want to let you go, man. I could fucking hang out here for another half hour, hour. Easy breezy. Oh, my parents are here too. And they're oh, leaving okay. on Thursday. Mark so I know. Mark, Mark's such a robot. Yeah. Yes. Love you guys. Please come back. Please yes. keep yep. doing what you're doing. Um, we'll do anything that we can to help. Just yes. We'll, yeah. Since you're booking out eight months now, we'll try to get in for April or something next year. Uh, <laughs> cool. Whatever, whenever the next opening is. But My I, dude, your your family will squeeze you in. <laughs> keep your keep uh, checking your DMs because I'll let you know about the twenty third. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, are if you are you following me on Instagram? Oh, Mark, I am. Yep. Not popping. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks yeah. for having us, guys. Right yeah. On. Thanks again so much. This was awesome. Thank cool. you, guys. <laughs>